Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. Welcome to In the Oil Patch. I'm Roy Holly, along with Alvin Bailey and our host, Kim Bellato. Kim, we have a great show lined up today, and you will have a chance to win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant in Houston. Kim, let's talk about what's going on in Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine. Well, hello, Roy and Alvin. How are y'all doing this afternoon? We're doing great. Outstanding. And it's good to see you. Same here. Well, I'm excited because we have two great people that we're going to interview today. But before we get started, I just wanted to share with you guys what we are doing with Shell Oil and Gas Business Magazine. You know, we have our latest issue out of Shell Magazine, and it's uh, our cover is actually Leslie Shockley Beyer, and she is the president of PISA, which is the Petroleum Equipment Supply Association. It's a huge organization uh, out of Houston that has suppliers as her members. So a couple of her suppliers and members are companies that we all know, like Halliburton and Baker Hughes and Weatherford, uh, just to name a few. You know, some of the stuff that I read about Leslie is her background is pretty uh, dynamic and diverse in itself. I mean, she's worked under the Bush administration she has lots and lots of experience and extremely diverse. So I look for exciting things to be happening with this industry association. So Leslie's one of the movers and shakers in the industry is you what, got you're, it. what you're saying. And she's got, she's cleaning, or she's... <laughs> she's cleaning up. <laughs> she's redesigning and reformatting the association as we speak. Well, a lot of people don't understand that if you drink something out of a plastic bottle, guess what? You're doing business with the oil and gas industry. True. Um, but so some of the other things that are really we're working on in, in Shell Magazine is we have two upcoming events. They're called the State of Energy, and we're really excited to be producing these in conjunction with STEER. Uh, STEER is a supporter of the State of Energy, and we really just want to produce an event that would encourage businesses and community that is not focusing so much in oil and gas to come in and learn about oil and gas and how it benefits you or doesn't benefit you per se, what is the good, the great, and the not so great times that are occurring right now for the industry, but also very importantly, the business sector who is getting some kind of a boomerang effect, if you will, off of oil and gas. This is the time that they need to be asking, where is this industry heading and in what area so they can make better decisions on oil and gas or their own businesses that might be looking to get greater involved with the oil and gas sector and doing business. So it's a great opportunity to come in and learn uh, a little bit more and have some questions that you may have to ask those questions. So uh, the two that we are producing, one is in San Antonio and one is in Corpus. The one that is in Corpus is actually October 14th. It is set at the Solomon P. Ortiz Center. Right around the corner. Is, Just yes, it's right around the corner. It's less than, I think it was right at a month out. It will be a luncheon, and it's basically right near the Port of Corpus Christi. And then we have our San Antonio luncheon, which is scheduled for December the 9th, and it's going to be at the beautiful Pearl Stables as well in let's, San Antonio, Texas. Let's talk for a second about the uh, the Corpus luncheon that's going to be on October 14th. Who are the speakers going to be? We have Omar Garcia, who is the president of STEER. 
Barbara Canales, who is a port commissioner for the Port of Corpus Christi. We also have Chenier and Incana at the Corpus Christi event. And San Antonio is going to be on, you said, December 9th at the Pearl Stables in San Antonio. And who will the speakers be Well, we have a couple of them confirmed. We're still a ways out from the San Antonio event in December, December the 9th. As of right now, we have a couple of speakers, Halliburton's uh, Vice President Paul Shepard, as well as Senator Aristi, as well as Omar Garcia will be a couple of speakers, just to name a few. So if somebody wants to go to one of the luncheons, either in Corpus Christi at the Solomon P.O.T. Center or at the luncheon in San Antonio in December, how do they get information about getting tickets to those events? Well, you know, partnering with the chambers are extremely important to us because that is your business community and the business community is the one who is what I believe getting the greatest benefit from learning about oil and gas and has the potential to learn to grow their business whether it's an entrepreneur or an established business but the chambers have graciously partnered with us and so Alvin I would recommend that you google the Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce or the San Antonio Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and go to their website, which they do have live links. But if you get confused or you need assistance, we're always here. So they can always go to shellmag.com. That's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com. Or they can call us, 210-240-7188. Again, the number is 210-240-7188. And we'll be happy to get you in contact with the right person. Well, Kim, it's time to welcome our first guest, Texas House member, State Representative Jason Isaac, to the show. That's right, Alvin. We're really excited to have State Representative Isaac in uh, studio to join us in the oil patch. So, State Representative Isaac, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Kim. It's great to be here. Appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. So, Jason, can you give us some insight to your background and tell me a little bit about how you decided you wanted to run for a state representative and where this whole idea came from and uh, how you were elected? Sure, Kim. Again, my name's Jason Isaac, and I serve House District 45, which covers two counties in Central Texas, Blanco and Hayes, and I was first elected in the fall of 2010, uh, and I work in the trucking industry. That's been my background, as I market technology to trucking companies, and in 2007, I took my first visit to the Texas State Capitol. I had never been, and I went up there at Trucking Day at the Capitol, the, the one day of the, the year that I had an opportunity to go up there and visit with the people that work for me in the Capitol, and talk to them about some taxes that they had changed in 2005 and how it was hurting my ability to provide for my family. And we saw this change in our business tax here in the state of Texas, which led to a 500% increase in taxes for 10% of the businesses in the state of Texas. And I just happened to be in an industry that was hit very hard. And so I went up there in 2007, felt like I wasn't listened to because I didn't see much change. And then went back in 2009 and had the same results. And so out of my frustration for people that were supposed to be working for me, felt like they weren't listening to me, I felt compelled to to step up and get off the sidelines and quit complaining and actually do something about it. So my wife and our two boys and I, we campaigned for about 10 months, visited with, gosh, over 30,000 people in the district I serve and asked them to vote for me and support me, that I wanted to work for them and serve them uh, and so they could be my boss. And so I got sworn in in 2011 uh, and have been serving in the legislature since. I'm now in the the midst of my third term in the Texas legislature. 
right now with an election looming and we see that there's a whole bunch of uh, Republican candidates that are outside of the Beltway, if you will, or the Washington Beltway, um, they're really energizing the American people because I think that the American people feel a lot like you do, which is we're not being we're not being listened to. And there isn't a lot of work getting done in D.C. as well. So hopefully um, I commend you for what you did, got involved, getting got engaged. But you're here actually to talk to us about uh, a nonprofit that you have started. Can you tell us a little bit about the Texas Natural Gas Foundation and why you decided to start it? Yes, over the past uh, three years, and, and being involved with the trucking industry, I had an opportunity to get involved with natural gas as a transportation fuel several years ago. And over the last three years, uh, Chairman Porter, the chairman of our Texas Railroad Commission, uh, invited me to come and speak to some of his natural gas workshops at the Railroad Commission was was conducting around the state. And so I went to one, and then I got invited to another one, and I wound up just traveling with uh, Chairman Porter and uh, Dr. Ken Morgan at the TCU, Texas Christian University Energy Institute. And we were doing these summits talking about the benefits and the opportunities for natural gas for vehicles, for consumers and businesses, and the use of natural gas in exploration and production. One of my thoughts during this process was, Maybe this is something that would be better left to industry. Maybe this really isn't a responsibility of government to be out there promoting uh, one fuel over the other or uh, educating about opportunities to clear our air, that this this really seems to be a good opportunity that we can do something uh, from the industry. And so visiting with Chairman Porter, Dr. Morgan and I launched the Texas Natural Gas Foundation earlier this year, and our mission really is to go and educate the public about the opportunities to use Texas natural gas as a transportation fuel, use it in manufacturing, uh, and really educate children. We want to educate children, and we plan to, by next year, have a curriculum available for schools so that they can start looking at science, technology, engineering, and math education-based focused in middle schools for students so that they're planting the seeds and creating the jobs for tomorrow by learning more about opportunities for Texas natural gas as you know, it's clean, it's abundant, and it's it, it's domestic, and it's really a Texas fuel. We're one of the largest producers of natural gas in the world, and we want to be using our fuel right here underneath our feet rather than having to import from foreign sources. That's wonderful, Jason. Well, when we get back, I look forward to speaking a little bit more on Texas Natural Gas Foundation. You're listening to In the Oil Patch. We're visiting with State Representative Jason Isaac and more on natural gas when we get back. Farmers and ranchers are the hardest working people on earth and deserve a side-by-side vehicle that works just as hard. That's why Yamaha makes the Viking an all-new Viking 6, the world's first true three- and six-person UTVs assembled in America. Ranked number one in drivetrain durability, Viking outworks and outclasses the competition in features, comfort, and off-road capability. For more, visit YamahaViking.com. Most dependable claim based on a 2013 Yamaha source side-by-side owner study. The inaugural State of Energy event is coming up on October 14th from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Solomon PRT Center in Corpus Christi, Texas. The event is brought to you by Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine and the Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce. The event is sponsored by Steer, Encana Natural Gas, and Chenier. Our speaker lineup will include Porta Corpus Christi Commissioner Barbara Canales, Chenier, Encana, Omar Garcia of Steer, and many more. Sponsorship packages and tickets can be purchased at the Corpus Christi Chamber of Commerce's website, business.corpuschristichamber.com. 
Welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name is Alvin Bailey, along with Roy Holly and our host Kim Bellotto, visiting in studio with State Representative Jason Isaac and Senator Carlos Uristi. And when we went to break, we, uh, Kim, you popped the question about the export ban, and I think this deserves uh, proper attention. So let's talk export ban. So right now there's a lot of discussion between uh, lifting these export bans between crude and LNG. And obviously, uh, I support lifting both crude and LNG bans, export bans. However, I want to get your opinion, uh, Senator Aristi, on your thoughts on the crude ban as well as um, the LNG ban. And then, of course, uh, State Representative Isaac will, will, will get your opinion as well. I know there's been a lot of discussion. And again, given the Senate district that I represent and the fact that I sit on Natural Resources, the Senate Natural Resources Committee, one, I've learned a lot. I'm no expert in in the field, but I've learned a lot. And two, what I've learned is that our state has prospered because of the natural assets that we have, and we're very fortunate. We're the envy, I would submit to you, of the rest of the country. And we're blessed to have eight nine billion dollars in a rainy day fund, notwithstanding the fact that the the cost of uh, oil has has gone down dramatically. We're we're blessed. We just passed a very, I believe, conservative budget but yet meets the needs of or of Texas. So, but going forward, and given the state of our economy as it exists right now, we have to be flexible, and we have to learn to you know, to move, to, to modify things if they get in the way of the state prospering. And in my opinion, I think it's time that we need, we need to lift this ban uh, of exporting both the crude and the LNG because it's good for Texas and I think it's good for the country as well. State Representative Isaac, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on, I know that you support lifting LNG. Do you have any thoughts on lifting these bans? It would certainly reduce barriers to entry and create more of a free market system. And it's going to mean nothing but more economic opportunities for Texans and attract more people to Texas. Believe it or not, we still have Six, seven hundred people a day moving to our state. Uh, we've got a very diversified uh, job market, whether it's technology or health or energy or agriculture. We've got an incredibly diverse economy here in the state of Texas. And if we can even open up more market opportunities for our energy resources, mm-hmm. that would be a wonderful thing for the state of Texas and continued success uh, in developing our economy. Uh, but we definitely need to lift these bans. I implore everyone listening to call their United States House of Representative and their U.S. Senator and ask them to support lifting the bans on crude oil and LNG exporting. I want to jump in here on, you just mentioned, call your U.S. Representative or your Senator. And I think a lot of people may not understand how that process plays out. When they dial that phone number, you being a state representative and, and Senator Uresti, when somebody calls your phone number, what does that look like from your office? What are you expecting that phone? How, how for that phone call to go? Well, it's a good question, Alvin, because and as a representative stated, call your U.S. congressman because this issue is a federal issue. It, uh, we, you know, we we get a lot of calls about the issue, but quite frankly, it's up to the Senator Cornyn and Senator Cruz and and our U.S. Congress. People, we would like to think we have some input and influence on their decision. I wish they would listen to us more often. <laughs> but they think it would be better in D.C., but um, they don't always do that. 
But as far as that call or any other calls in general, uh, at least for my office and I'm sure for the representative, we try to return every single phone call. And, of course, I represent about 850,000 people, um, and I have a staff that is dedicated, number one, to constituent service and then to legislation. So we try to respond to every single call that comes in. We prioritize, of course. Our constituents come first. Uh, you'd be surprised how many calls we get from people from Nebraska and Washington and Alaska. They're not really at the top of the list, but um, you know we do try to respond to everybody. I think it is quite complicated when you look at how do you reach your U.S. congressmen to talk to them about federal changes that are occurring, federal bills, and lifting the export ban versus what's happening here locally about the Senate Bill 12 that you supported. Um, there is a large difference, but... Part of the reason why I believe this show is important is because, you know, while we work every day and we try to provide a roof and uh, over uh, our children's head and all the things that we are responsible of working people, being engaged and being involved in uh, politics, if you will, is just not one that we have time for. And so very much like we sit here confused, well, who's responsible for the ban and who's responsible for uh, natural gas lifting in the state? It's not a state. It's a federal issue. But together, we want to be able to have these discussions and help educate the community because I personally believe that energy topics are one of the most important topics we have in the state of Texas. And there's a real frustration going on with the American people of not really understanding all the things that are occurring from Washington. And I think that you guys here at a local level, at a state level, take some of the impact and the burden because of things that are not being done at a federal level. But I do know that you all do understand how important energy is to Texas, so I commend you for your work. I really do want to try to come back to the topic of natural gas because it's just so important that we really educate our listeners and on the topic. But first, we need to take a commercial break. We'll be right back within the oil patch. The inaugural State of Energy event is coming up on December 9th from 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Pearl Stables in San Antonio, Texas. The event is sponsored by Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine, Steer, and the San Antonio Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Our speaker lineup will include Halliburton, Senator Uresti, Omar Garcia of Steer, and more. Sponsorship packages and tickets can be purchased by contacting Blanca at the San Antonio Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Call 210-225-0462. Once again, that's 210-225-0462. Would you like to grow your business? Would you like to improve awareness of your brand? Any business can benefit from advertising in the oil and gas industry. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine will keep you in front of customers that you need to grow your business. If you want to grow your business in Texas, email us, info at shalemag.com. That's info at s-h-a-l-e-m-a-g.com or call 210-240-7188. Hi, folks. Alvin Bailey here. You know, I could spend the next 60 seconds telling you how Blue Bonnet Ford sells more Super Duty trucks than any other dealer in South Texas. I could also tell you that Blue Bonnet Ford sells more fleet vehicles than any other Ford dealer in South Texas. I could even tell you about the 13 President's Awards that Blue Bonnet Ford has received, but I'd rather tell you why. Look, it's no secret the oil patch will punish your work trucks day in and day out and even your built ford tough trucks well they need to be serviced too so do you let them sit for weeks at your local dealership or do you call Teresa? 
You see, Bluebonnet Ford has Teresa. When you call Teresa, her team will pick up your Ford truck for service and provide you with a 24-hour diagnosis. Most authorized repairs are done, and your truck is delivered back to the oil patch in just a few days. That's the Bluebonnet difference. So don't let downtime cost you thousands. Call Teresa today and keep your fleet working. Here's the number, 210-643-4391. Again, write it down, 210-643-4391, or check us on the web at bbmotors.com. Blue Bonnet Ford, a proud member of the Kalig Auto Group. And welcome back to In the Oil Patch. My name's Alvin Bailey, along with Roy Holly and our host, Kim Bellotto. And we've been visiting with State Representative Jason Isaac and Senator Carlos Uristi. And, Kim, I think you want to you know, get a little deeper into the talk about natural gas. So why don't we con- continue that conversation? True, Alvin. You know, natural gas is such an important topic here in Texas. As we stated earlier, it's, we have an abundance. It's cheap and it's cleaner to burn. So, um, State Representative Isaac, tell me a little bit about why companies should invest in natural gas vehicles, uh, operators that are out there drilling right now. They are trying to uh, find ways to save uh, money and uh, they've become very lean. And also, there's also marine uh, vessels that can take advantage of natural gas as well. So talk to me a little about these different types of uh, investments that they can take advantage of. Sure. There's still today about a 20 to 40 percent spread between the cost of natural gas at the pump compared to gasoline and this speci- specifically diesel at the pump today. So you still have an opportunity to save anywhere from 20 to 40 cents percent per gallon, not to mention the state fuel tax is actually less on natural gas than it is on gasoline and diesel. So there's a five-cent-per-gallon discount right there if you buy natural gas. So there really is a return on investment for companies looking to utilize their fleet vehicles on natural gas. Uh, several years ago, legislation was passed that helped create the Clean Texas Triangle, where we provide some incentives to companies to build fueling infrastructure. And so there are stations in Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and now we've expanded. There will be stations in Robstown and Corpus Christi. So we're really connecting the state. There's also, I left one out in Bryan College Station. There's a fueling station there as well. But just under 100 stations that are publicly accessible and open today for people to fuel their vehicles around the state. Marine vessels today. Shell is in the process of building vessels that will run on liquefied natural gas that provide equipment out to the deep water in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, Changing gears just a little bit, Senator Risti, you have a consulting company called Turning Point Strategies, and you've been helping and assisting individuals in the Eagle Ford who have found themselves in this position. So let's talk a little bit about some of the different things that companies can look and take advantage of. Sure. Again, Kim, Turning Point Strategies helps companies turn the corner, so to speak. They've reached a point where they want to they want to go to the next level, and we've helped them in that regard, particularly when things were doing very well. Unfortunately, again, things aren't going as well, and they find themselves in difficult situations. And if they're not making th- those tough decisions now, uh, they need to start um, getting serious about it. Because I know I've heard the stories. I have the, the, the clients that come in. They want to hold on for good reason to their employees. They want to keep them on on the payroll, but it's very difficult to do so. As you said, I have clients that have entered into five-year leases for copiers that now just sit there. They can't even use, and and they're stuck. They've entered into long-term leases. Um, There are individuals or companies that are filing Chapter 11, and that could be a good way to reorganize your debt, 
get a handle on the taxes that you might owe on some of your leases to renegotiate basically uh, the terms of those different contracts. And so that could be an option for them. Nobody wants to file a bankruptcy, but sometimes a Chapter 11 is the way to go. Of course, the worst bankruptcy you could file is a Chapter 7 where you liquidate, and sadly there are companies doing that as well. But I think if you get ahead of it, as you said, um, there's ways to make some some tough decisions that will help your business to survive this roller coaster ride that we're taking. Where do they reach you at, Senator Aristi, for Turning Point Strategies, and um, where do you recommend that they go for assistance? Because you do free consultations and stuff for them, correct? Absolutely. Um, and, and you're right. Now's the time to at least sit down and get some advice, get a consult with somebody that can help them uh, maneuver through these tough times. And, and you'd be surprised a lot of times if you sit down with, with the other party and you um, have a long, good talk with them, you could probably renegotiate some of your terms. But I, I get a lot of clients that come in after the fact where they just avoid the calls, they're not making any payments, and then That's they're something into, you don't want to you, do. Yeah, I, I wouldn't suggest that necessarily. I think you need to at least come in and talk to somebody, and they can contact us um, at Turning Point Strategies. That number is 210-227-5678. That number again is 210-227-5678. And I have an office right downtown in San Antonio. And, again, I have clients um, throughout Texas. I have uh, major clients. And, again, I have the small mom and pops as well. But it, it's good to sit down and, and get some advice, and we can help you hopefully turn the corner uh, with your business. I really appreciate you coming into studio today, taking some time off, and coming and talking to our listeners and trying to help uh, when it's a very challenging time right now for some people out there in uh, the oil patch. And so I appreciate all your time. State Representative Isaac, thank you so much for coming in today and talking to us about Texas Natural Gas Foundation and the importance of natural gas and educating all of us about how we can get better involved and have a greater understanding about natural gas and its benefits. So thank you so much for coming into studio today. Thank you, Kim. It's my pleasure to be here in the oil patch. And thanks once again, Representative Isaac, and also to Senator Uristi. Congratulations. You guys get to be the uh, topic of our trivia question today. All you need to do is email the correct answer to this trivia question to this email address. It's radio at shalemag.com. Again, radio at shalemag.com, and you'll win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant in Houston. That's right, Alvin. Here's today's trivia question. Which district does Jason Isaac and Senator Aristi represent for Texas? So you'll have two questions. Please email your response to radio at shellmag.com. Again, that's radio at shellmag.com. Please remember that the first correct email will win a $75 gift certificate to the Palm Restaurant in Houston, Texas. And that about does it for this week's In the Oil Patch. For Ken Bellato and Alvin Bailey, I'm Roy Holly. So long. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Ken Bellato, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch.